Let's face it, this is not the worst thing you've caught me doing. You look nervous. I'm in a glass case of emotion! Slowly let go of me, I think you're brutal my neck me. That is why the warriors have come! I'll be back to have vengeance! Throw me a freaking bone here! The martini, shaken not stirred. Hello, kiddies! You may fire when ready. In the red corner, standing six foot two inches tall, weighing in at 245 pounds, is the Eclectic Collective! Good evening. Thank you for joining us. I'm Matt. I'm Brian. I'm Ryan. I'm Jim. We are the Eclectic Collective, and you are not. (laughs) (laughs) Tonight will be a fun episode because we'll be discussing the man, the myth, the legend, Chevy Chase. Moon River. Thanks, Doc. (laughs) One of the funniest comedians of sarcasm that, in my opinion, birthed comedians such as Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. So before we get into the Chevy Chase fun, I want to know what's what's been on y'all's mind. Anything? I need in game now. Yes, like uh, I need it uh, like now, like, like now. I need to like I need to go like let's let's start stop the podcast. Let's go watch it now. Yes. Yeah, I'm ready for in game. <laughs> like I want to do a fanboys on in game right now. <laughs> yeah, drive to wherever it is and steal a copy. Let's do it. Uh, I need it in my life. I need to. I need to know. Has everyone here watched the Joker trailer that just dropped? Yes. Yeah. Yes. What do y'all? What do y'all think? I think it's gonna suck. I'm not gonna go to the theater to watch it. I'm having a hard time yeah, keeping my- an open mind about it because I'm really angry about how W or how Warner Brothers has got the entire DC universe in such disarray mm-hmm. with so much non-connected material yeah. happening. Um. I mean, don't get me wrong. I appreciate Walking Phoenix. I think he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He obviously put his body through some stuff to do this role. Did y'all see how anorexic he looks? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I hate to discount what I'm sure is going to be a really good performance by him, but I'm having a hard time getting excited about that movie. Let me tell you, I hated the trailer. It was awful. I, I think if they picked these parts of the trailer to show... I'm hoping that there is some genius behind the scenes that is saying, "Let's not give away the farm. Let's not let's not give them the good stuff. Give them some mundane build up, and then I'm telling you right now that trailer did not entice me to watch it. That's at what I'm. All. That's what I'm saying. You, you know, when it comes, this is a fall movie, mm-hmm. so I'm thinking. All right, let me say, let me let me rephrase. I'm hoping and praying <clears throat> that around August mm-hmm. we get that good trailer where. Like he says, an iconic tagline of Joker's, mm-hmm. and comes out like, uh, you know, I don't know if you know the paint that he's in. Okay, so here's one thing that's throwing me off is if this trailer is what we're going on, they are changing the entire origin. 
that, of Joker. That right there is my entire problem with it. When I saw this trailer, it was like I'm not watching a Joker from a comic book. It's like John Wayne Gacy became the Joker, and it's gross. And it's he in the trailer shows compassion. And Joker is the one character of any comic book ever that has never shown compassion. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever. If you could pick one character of all the thousands in comics, he is the only one that doesn't show compassion. No. He doesn't. He's a psycho. He you know, he does what he wants. He creates chaos. But in this, like before, you know, he kind of shows compassion. I'm kind of yeah. wondering, you know, what like angle? I'm hoping I'm hoping in the fall we see a trailer that shows a different direction. I'm hoping this was just like they call it a teaser even though it was over 2 minutes long yeah mm-hmm. i know like how do you they've been doing a that a lot trailer. like they've been showing like the first end game was over mm-hmm. a minute and a half and they called it a teaser i'm like yeah. teasers are usually like, 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 like the ghostbusters okay, yeah. okay. that's that a teaser, a teaser. however in the in the defense of end game a minute teaser for a three-hour movie <laughs> yeah so i think you could They're, qualify that as a teaser yeah because you have three hours of that movie but yeah i'm used to like like the ghostbusters yes. trailer. that to yes. me is a teaser that's a, they that's didn't really a typical show teaser. anything nothing just the car a close-up some scary noises and, and bam, some music yeah. and music that's it that's your typical teaser so anything else been on your mind? Anything? Uh, Go see the movie Us. Oh I'm yeah, man! Us. We Us watched was Us. Amazing. I I don't ask me to get talk about yeah. it. I'll ruin it for you. But it Jordan Peele has become like a fast track to one of my favorite directors mm-hmm, right mm-hmm. now. You are my favorite. And he wrote, directed, and produced yes. this yeah. one. This was a straight up monkey paw production. Uh, film and like he is the king of taking twenty million dollars and making oh yeah gold, gold out of it like he can ah man yeah if you like get out this. you'll just, you'll love you'll love this us movie. so go see it and I'm you know and I'm not like I'm not a big horror guy mm-hmm. I'm not either to me this wasn't really horror no. I'll say was that it, much. Was like, it kind of like akin to The Quiet Place where it was just a thriller more than a horror movie? It was more. Like had a lot of suspense, mm-hmm. but it was almost like watching a serious like, clue movie. You're like you were piecing things together. They're like, was there a whole lot of though that shock value stuff? Like a lot of a shock, lot, value. Lot of shock a lot. value, a lot of twists, and then there's like this one twist that just blows your mind, and you're mm. just like, yeah, what? Yeah. Okay. What? Interesting. You know, it was. I mean, that's all I'm going to say yeah. about it. But yes, go see us. And like uh, this new Avengers trailer that just came out. Mm-hmm. Any new predictions? Like I've heard some like uh, because of the suits they're wearing. Yes. That they uh, might all go to different times. Yes. To help prevent, mm-hmm. you know, something. So like, I wonder if that's true. Like they shown they they shown like these uh, uh, pictures of like uh, Robert Downey Jr. going back to when the first Avengers happened and the aliens yeah uh, came to Earth mm. and like so I wonder like where would Thor go where would Ant Man go where would all the yeah I'm with those the suits coming in um I have a th- I have a desire I'm not gonna call it a theory I have something I want to see and I want to see. Uh, Reed Richards have something to do with those suits. Yeah. 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 And that, I'm not saying that he has to be a huge part of the movie to overtake, but he, this could be a way 
that the Fantastic Four get rebirthed and brought into the MC, MCU. If they don't introduce the Fantastic Four here, I think they will in Spider-Man. Oh, they you think so? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. I think Spider-Man would actually is going to be more of where they introduce the Fantastic because Four. Because someone bought... I mean, do you think they might like like just tiny, tiny yeah, elements of absolutely. it in Endgame? Maybe. And then they really come out in yes, Spider-Man. Absolutely. I would imagine that happening. I think maybe if they did an end game, it would be like a mention. Okay. Like, like, hey, I like, called, uh, like, like Robert Downey just, Jr. Like, is actually like, like, like somebody going in and saying, "I don't, we don't have any way of doing that." Oh, Reed Richards just sent me these suits to try out. That that yeah. I think that's where Tony Stark. You remember where? Uh, oh, Reed Richards takes his role. Like he becomes the new techie genius guy but type guy. I think that's where when Robert Downey Jr. looked at Captain America and says do you trust me okay that one part where Captain America without hesitation goes yes I trust you when he shakes his hand yes. that kind of ruins things for me a little oh bit oh my though. god really to me that is like that's they could have just had that and I would be okay I would go mm-hmm. I would you know uh, <laughs> yes to me I mean, that was like yes that's that, awesome but I mean, you know, it kind of ruins it a little bit. I mean, so there's no real, you know, they, you know, they end their quarrel. So, I mean. Yes, but I think they'll die. I think that right there shows that they're both going to die. Okay. Because now they healed their relationship. Captain America put all his faith in uh, Tony Stark like he did in the past. And then they're going to go off like. uh, Go down in a blaze of glory. Like Delman and Louise. Delman and Louise. Like I, I, I truly believe. Going, Thelma. I truly believe that's how it's going to go down. After everything is done, everything is gone. Everything happens. Roll credits. If I don't get Deadpool showing up late, you won't. You won't see Deadpool. <laughs> you won't mad. see Deadpool. You won't see you Deadpool. You die. You die. I wouldn't say that. I, I, don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it would be this movie because they've already confirmed that Stan Lee's last cameo is in Endgame. Yeah. Even though he wasn't alive for it, I thought they filmed a few. Ex- didn't they film a few extras things with him? I don't before know. He died? I mean, I don't know. He they said that Stan Lee's last cameo is in Endgame. Okay. So I think in Spider Man, like I, I've heard that fans have wanted Deadpool to take over the cameo part. Oh yeah. I think that'd be. I awesome. really think I'd he be should. All right with that. Or you know, what if it was just Ryan Reynolds? Just, just so just, Ryan so Reynolds. just doing the cameos. Just, well, you know, he'll they're they're making a Deadpool three. Of yeah, I know. Well, yeah, but yeah, they want like there's a big fan base he, saying that Deadpool himself should be. He's their taken. rated R superstar, man. They, yeah, I mean, I I would be okay if Ryan Reynolds in general yeah, yeah. took it. Like, oh, that'd be you hilarious. don't give him a name or anything. It's just Ryan Reynolds. All of a sudden, you see <laughs> Ryan Reynolds where Stan Lee would have been. Yeah. yeah. Like I would be okay with that. Absolutely. Like, oh yeah. So what do y'all think they announced this week? The Sega Mini. Anybody here excited? It's so bad. What games do you think they'll have on the Sega See, Mini? See, they they've the, in the I'm a little hesitant. They'll have though. a Sonic. They have to have they'll a Sonic. Have one. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. They I they gotta. They, I'm actually trying to. I'm actually wondering what they will have because there is also. And is it uh, what what format is it going to be in? Because I was actually a really big um, fan of the three two X edition. It will be, be the sixteen bit. It would be the sixteen bit. 
But uh, it would be the original. It Sega. has to have the Mortal Kombat's on there. If it don't have the Mortal Kombat's, I'm gonna be mad. It'll have one. I think it'll at have at least the first one or two. One, the yes. one that made it big. Yeah. I need a multi-system emulator for the Apple TV. I need somebody to program that yesterday <laughs> and get it to the market now because I would just hand you my checkbook yeah. for it. Because, I mean, I'm, I live and die by the Apple TV. Everything's on the Apple TV. I love the gaming capabilities. I have a game controller for it. Just build me an emulator and put all my old classic <laughs> games on that emulator. Because think about emulators all on Mac OS X. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah, I play it all the time. <laughs> we, uh, we all came about them. Uh, throughout the years of working for a company that shall not be named. Yeah. Uh, but uh, they have the emulators for the Mac OS X system. I don't understand why it would be that difficult to, yeah, the, to write an emulator program app for that. I mean, I'm sure you'd have to go through yeah. licensing, but dude, you could make a fortune with that. A killing. Yeah, I was never a big I was never a big Sega person. Not a Sega person? No, and I haven't really seen much about the mini, so I guess I need to look. Sega. Sega. They haven't released the games yet. Sega, okay. Sega for me just was a da- few. Sega for me was Daytona 500. <coughs> oh, okay. You Love know, Daytona 500 <laughs> on Sega Genesis. But with, are you not? I know I get the emulator part. If they had one system where I can go back and play every game that I ever loved, I would mm-hmm. definitely invest in it. But are you not like a little excited that you got you get these little many things like i tell you what like because they they release the boxes to mm-hmm. look like the original boxes i know and it makes me it, it, it it's got a it's got that retro feel and it gives me the warm and fuzzies but i'm not moved to go buy one i mean really? I, I won't own one um i mean that I, we've we're looking at a classic nintendo over there that belongs to my wife i will not go buy another system um, I'm just not. I just don't want to do it. So you'd rather have it all in that one space. I am going to sit and hold my breath and wait until that crap gets. It. I mean, there, so many game companies are working with um, Apple on re, reprogramming games. Square Enix has already redone all the Final Fantasies that I've loved over the years, and they're available on that on the Apple <laughs> TV. So. I mean, it's it's coming, and Nintendo's got a bunch of stuff coming in the next couple of yeah. years. They've been working on a lot of stuff. Yeah. So um, yeah, anybody out there that's listening wants to challenge us to uh, Mario Kart when it's released on <laughs> iPhone. Oh man, I love that. Yeah. Where we all we are all iPhone guys. Yes. And we challenge you. Give us your little name, your Game Center name, and we will have. We might have like eclectic awesome. collective tournaments. Absolutely. On Mario Kart, man. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So so anything new y'all been into? Okay. So continue on the Jordan Peele train. Mm-hmm. The new Twilight Zone is incredible. Is I'm so okay. I'm I one love sh- it. I am one show at a time. Otherwise, I get I know, overwhelmed. I know. I know you get overwhelmed. And that's my that's my next yeah. That's next show. That's I'm going to tell you right now. He does a genius job at bringing new stories to this round to this storyline to this show, but he pays homage to Rod Serling. Yeah, in such a just a classic way. It is. He's genius. I mean, I am on the Jordan Peele train, man. He is a oh, yeah. fantastic director. Well, they <clears throat> they did a uh, the family uh, of the guy that originally hosted it before. Mm-hmm. They all did an interview about him taking it over, and they said they're a fan. He they're in love with him doing this. They they think because the the there was a lady they were interviewing. Um, and said if, if that guy was still alive today, he would pass the torch on. It was his daughter. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, I mean, you go back and you remember the old the old Twilight Zone. 
Um, it was such a different concept than what anybody else ever did. And nobody else tried to duplicate it. I mean, it was that odd scenario, not necessarily horror per se, mm-hmm. but um, it was just odd and really chaotic and uh, really bad scenarios that these people got put in almost no win scenarios that they got people got put in. And a lot of it was just so odd and weird and out of left field. And he has recaptured that, but given a modern twist to it and made it relevant again, yeah. it is genius. Yeah, I, am, I, think I am in love with that show. It is so good. Yeah, that's the show that's on my next list. And I think highly, Bill, highly recommend. Yeah, he's just um, absolutely. We came out of that movie, us just saying how much of a genius he is. So, yeah, I hate that it took this long. For him to get noticed, yes. mm-hmm. uh, because he's been around since Mad TV. Yeah, and if he has been if he has been holding back all that writing talent, I, I'm mad at you, Jordan Peele. <laughs> you should have done this like 15 years ago. Uh, you done you you done had it got it now, a a Ron. Yeah, <laughs> take yourself down to O'Shag Hennessy's office. <laughs> Balake, 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 uh, Jake Quellen. I tell you something new I've been into. I've been finding uh, uh, movie associated Hot Wheels and micro machines. Okay. And I've been like buying them. Like I, I just I only have a few. Like I bought uh, uh, Flintstones car, mm-hmm. Jetsons uh, jet, or you know the spaceship. Yeah. Um, I like just yesterday or the day before bought the Jurassic Park pack micro machines that yeah. has the yeah, Jeep yeah. and the yeah, original. Yeah car and uh there was a the gmc motorhome that was in stripes yes i got that one. Oh man yeah man that's awesome uh, look at all those. the em50 the em50 they call it the <laughs> gmc motorhome on the hot wheels though but it was the em50 well, project but yeah, i tell but you what man they, they can't do that for copyright I'm i'll tell you what it. i'm excited about is the card like because i bought the uh the ford truck uh that was in close encounters his yeah. work truck yeah, yeah, yeah. but the card was the actual poster of uh, in Close Encounters of the Third Kind? Oh, okay. So like the the cards are really cool. I mean, I like the sh- the car and the ship that's in them, mm-hmm. but the cards are really cool. That's what's gotten me excited about yeah, them. That's cool, man. So that's what I've been into. Anything that you're excited about coming up? I'm gonna cash in my man card. Let my dork flag fly. Uh-huh. I'm actually excited for Dumbo. Really? <laughs> I, I have to admit, man. Uh, I'm real. I'm actually real. We're we're a Disney family anyway. Yeah. We're all we're all really dis Disney incorporated. But uh, I, lo- I Dumbo was one of my favorites as a small small child. Uh, really? Yes. Man. I lo- that was one of my favorite books. I had probably twelve copies of Dumbo. All right. Um, <laughs> and I I remember that was one of my favorites that I asked you know mom and dad to read to me. I'd, I'd take it to grandma and grandpa's house. Read, do me, read Dumbo, read Dumbo. <laughs> so there's there's a, an emotional tie to it. But mm-hmm. um, I, looking at the trailers that have come out, it looks like hmm. it. For me, it looks like it's going to be spectacular. Okay. I'm really excited about it. I can get on that. Like I just the the, the cartoon not, movie wasn't one of my no, favorites growing up though. It, okay, it's not necessarily the cartoon movie that got me. It was the book. Yeah, it was my tie and my emotional tie to the book. Yeah, that really makes me attached to it. And I wasn't. I mean, the, the I was excited and don't get me wrong. I drug my mom and dad make me watch yeah. Dumbo in the theater. Um, but this one just looks really good. Yeah. Okay. Anything y'all are excited about? 
I'm just excited about Endgame. I really am. Yeah. I mean, that, that's, that's my main about. thing right now. Get me past that, then I'll tell you what else I'm excited about. I'm I'm excited about Hellboy. I Okay, so they, they released a trailer just now that showed a few of his Man. funny parts. Yeah. I really think they're keeping it cl- closed. Like, he was like uh, the the one part where he was like, let's show your mean face. Arr! Yeah, that's good enough. Let's go. You know. Like, so <laughs> this past week, I have been expressing how excited I am for Hellboy. And I'm really hoping it does well at the box office because what's the guy's name that took over from oh, Stranger David, Things? David, David something. David something. I'm He's from Stranger I, Things. I know it sounds weird because I can't remember his name, but I'm a really big fan. I mean, I love what he did in Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. And I think he's looking at the uh, I was I got excited before I even saw a trailer that he took it over. And now that I've seen the trailers, I think he's going to do a fantastic job. David really, Harbour. OK, David Harbour. I'm really excited about it. But this past week, I have been expressing how excited I am about it. And, man, the Ron Perl, Perlman fans have been coming out of the woodwork just throwing the hate, going, no, only Ron Perlman can be the okay." I was on, I I was on that train when they first named David Harbour mm-hmm. because I'm mm. a huge Ron Perlman fan. And I was there at uh, that con that, you know, whatever the, vil- the heroes and villains mm-hmm. he came to. I was in line to get Hellboy signed, and but like Ron Perlman's Hellboy, I see what I'm hoping is David Har- Harbor brings a different kind of Hellboy that separates him from Ron Perlman because Ron it, Perlman has a legendary Hellboy. He does very funny, very actiony. He's got but those the, one but liners. Isn't, but isn't that the character though? Isn't that the hell, the way the Hellboy was written originally though? No, I mean, okay, so reading his reading the comics growing up, <clears throat> Hellboy was never really he was a he was a sarcastic, but, but not really that like funny. not really funny. Okay, he was really dark, <laughs> and but he had the he had the sensitive side. That's what makes Hellboy is how sensitive he is. Okay, to be technically a demon from hell that comes up but have a sensitive and, side, and he's very sensitive. Yeah. That's why he falls in love uh, with uh, uh, the girl, the fire girl. I can't remember her yeah. name right now. <laughs> And he makes he's best friends with Abe the fish. Yeah, like that's why because he's such a sensitive <clears throat> guy. He's so sensitive. That's why he loved his father. That he called the guy that found him his father. That's mm-hmm. why he loved him. He's such a sensitive, sensitive demon. Yeah, you know. And then th- that's what gro- that's you know growing up. That's what makes him a hero. Even though he's technically from hell, he ends up saving the earth so many times because yeah. of that. How long has Hellboy been around? Uh, I want to say since. He was introduced in San Diego in 92, oh, 93. Wow. Uh, not as long as okay. other ones. Um, uh, because I, I had the comic. Uh, he was actually introduced in uh, London first. Oh. In the UK. Because uh, like Spawn, mm-hmm. even though they were American made, they were presented overseas first. Um, in uh, those uh, uh, preview comics. And yeah, it was like 92. Okay. I think I think it was around ninety. He was presented at San Diego Comic Con in the nineties, um, and then he got big, got his own comic. He's at, he's in his fourth series now, fourth or fifth series, um, and he's been in certain things like Abe the the Fishman. He's got his own series because of Hellboy. But yeah, I'm really excited. I, I think I think David Harbor will make it his own. I think so too. Okay, I'm uh, really, I'm excited about it. So let's jump in. Uh, <clears throat> When were you introduced to Chevy Chas? So, <coughs> weekend Chevy update. Chas. Weekend. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't expecting that, that was were you? Not. Chevy Chasse. Chevy Chasse. Um, 
<laughs> so I was um, I was introduced to him on uh, Weekend Update segment. So on SNL, he was so Chevy Chase was the co-creator and the very first anchor for Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live. Right. And uh, he also had that famous tagline: "I'm Chevy Chase, and you're not. And you're not." <laughs> uh, so that's where I got introduced to him. That was SNL Weekend Update. I got introduced to him in a little film called Three Amigos. Really? That Steve, was your first Chevy I know, Chase? I know. It was wow. Steve Martin. And I actually watched it because I loved Steve Martin. And then, man, after I saw that and I saw his performance in that, I was on a mission from God yeah. <laughs> to find his movies. And that's where I was. I think that's why I love Three Amigos so much. I went into it loving Steve Martin, but I came out of it like searching for Chevy Chase. So, so out of curiosity... Mm-hmm. Was that your first to Martin Short and Steve Martin as well? That was my first to Martin Short and Chevy Chase. Steve Martin, I watched you all of me. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah I got like, you. All of me was really good. Yeah, it was. But, yeah, that, <laughs> man, I, you can't beat Chevy Chase in that movie. Oh, man. I, for me, that it started with the first vacation because I remember dad watching oh, it. I was real young. They wore that movie Wore out. it out where the the grandma die, ends up dying in the car or whatever. Yeah. And um, then and then it, from there, see, I didn't really get a whole lot. I just, you know, it, to me, being young, I didn't really get the humor at the time. But then from there, I was able to go, oh, it's Chevy Chase, and then see him on SNL. Yeah. Then I started to get his humor. And then after that, I think, I'm pretty sure it went from there to Three Amigos. And when I saw him on Three Amigos, I was hooked. I tell you, I got introduced by European Vacation. That when I sat and thought, but like, what is my earliest be a memory? Pig, be a pig was be a European pig. Vacation. <laughs> but do you know the first thing, the very first thing I think about when I think about European Vacation what? is when they go to the club and you hear some like get hot and some like he is on. That's my earliest memory. Oh god! I remember that like it was yesterday. That's how oh, I got introduced gosh. to that to wow. Chevy Chase. That rusty moment, his that, dream. Yeah, the rusty <laughs> yeah, moment, yeah. the dream. Always, and then it goes right into the girl. I always, uh, I always think of Clark's. You know, the hills are alive <laughs> with the sound <laughs> of Griswold. <laughs> <laughs> can't can't finish that. But so where where does he rank in your among okay. your favorite actors? Or I, does I mean, he? I, so. I I gave this some thought, not a whole lot of thought, but I sat down and tried to think of who were my favorite actors. Yeah. And I didn't take the time to rank them all out, but I'm going to tell you right now, Chevy would not make my top ten. Wouldn't make your top ten? No. Interesting. See, for me, like, I would have to put him in my top ten. Like yeah. He's my childhood almost, mm-hmm. and I can put on his movie. They're comfort movies now. Yeah. If I'm in a really down and he's, depressed state, he, I can put one of his movies on and just laugh hysterically. I, I mean, he's got, he's in a lot of my comfort mm-hmm. movies, uh, but I, again, I mean, when, you, when I se- segment out him as an actor and rank him with some of my favorite actors, he won't make the top ten. Oh, okay. man. Uh, for me, he really wasn't in my life that much and it was all stuff that's already been played mm-hmm. i i mean literally I, when i think of it of who i actually followed in life mm-hmm. while his movies are hilarious and watched most of them I, i'm he doesn't really he's not even really on my list yeah. i mean but that's only because it's such a short time in my life but um, i'm i'm going to guess he's in the top 5 for matt probably not top 5 
Really? So not top five. But top, top 10. 10. Top, top 10. 10 but Definitely not top, top 10. Not top five. Okay. No, okay. I'm... My, my top five is so picky. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, we can okay. have a show about our top five actors of all hey, time. That's a great show to have. That is You know, and I, oh, and I would have to go into detail about it why It would probably take us six five. months to actually format that that segment for ourselves yes. to get yeah. through ranking. Like, we could have one show about our top five and describe why. And have and how we got there. Yeah. <laughs> like, I will say. That'd be that another four-hour I, I will say this, because we just had Dan Aykroyd. Dan Aykroyd's in my top five. Okay, okay. All time. I could get that. I can, uh, get, I can get down with that. But Chevy Chase definitely top ten because uh, just the way he he is so cool. When mm-hmm. growing up, I idolized Chevy Chase. Like I was like, man, I wish I was that smart and cool to say you know those quick quips and get away yeah. with it and go to idiots and say something really See, funny and they like walk smart, away. Smart yeah, comedy. being a smart. See, com- for me, um, I got introduced to him on Saturday Night Live, and he only did two, two, three, two, three years. I think it was two years. On SNL, but that's where I got introduced to him at, and he was purely slapstick. He was the guy that would fall down the stairs, and a lot of what I learned about him in my research is that, I mean, when you saw when y'all I watched the 40th anniversary that he was on, um, that they had him on, and he did that whole fall segment. That's yeah. because that's what he was known for. He was that slapstick kind of guy. And it, it was kind of funny back then, but it just, you know, I was just like, back then I wasn't really into that. But see, so. in his SNL stuff, I personally, you know, yeah. I had, that wasn't my favorite stuff, his SNL stuff. To me, when he got to the movies, he got to be himself. Like, how cool would it be to be his Fletch character? Oh, man, that'd oh, been awesome. Gosh. Like, to be that cool. Yes. Oh, dude. That was cool. <laughs> you know, I like, he is, he's that, just... That's a like, cool he, character. Even into, like, his early 50s, he has always been that cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I don't know, man. Chevy Chase, like, he is, he's got such a unique way of acting. He's that person you want to hang out with. Yeah. 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 yeah, but not have your woman around. Right, because, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, because he'll take your woman home and yeah. not... that. You know, he's always played that that's a typecast part of his characters. Like he has always been the womanizer, you know, yes. and like he'll leave with any, oh, you know, yeah. whatever. even mm-hmm. in vacation, you know, you had the, the girl driving mm-hmm. and it's always been assumed yep. that he slept yeah. with her, slept but you right. never know. But you know, he's always had that typecasted part. Right. Uh, so, uh, so let's, uh, let's go in. What are some of your favorite SNL skits? See, I didn't really, I'm like you, like his SNL skits were kind of, but if I had to pick one, it'd be when he portrayed late Gerald Ford as the yeah, president. Yeah, that was hilarious. See, those yeah. are so funny. So that's on my list. That was my third favorite. Um, my number one favorite of all time is one of my favorite SNL, probably one of, probably one in my top five, definitely top 10 SNL moments. And I know we're going to have an SNL episode. Um, but it was when he did word association with Richard Pryor. <laughs> oh, that was yeah. pretty funny. That's oh, hilarious. Yeah. My gosh. Yeah. I, I can go watch that right now yeah. and just roll laughing at it. It honky. is so fun. Yeah. yeah. Honky, honky. Dead uh, honky. The way they played... <laughs> The way they played off each other. Now, Rich, don't get me wrong. Richard Pryor yes. really cinched that that yes. skit, but they played off each other so, so well, well. In, that, in that. But also, you know, Weekend Update. I loved his rendition of Weekend yeah. Update. I'd say I'd say some of my favorites are the Weekend Updates because <sighs> you just didn't get natural classic comedy yeah. with his week. Like you don't you don't get that anymore. Like those that guy that that's that was doing it for the most part. I guess uh, I can't remember his name during your time. Yeah, Norm, Norm McDonald. No, dear God, no, I hate him. You talking about the, uh, the guy, who Kevin Nealon? Kevin Nealon. Yeah, that guy. Oh, I, I can't. It's terrible. 
people. I can't stand Kevin Nealon in anything. anything. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, when, okay, so like the way he does it, I don't, <clears throat> I really, I don't think anybody does it good as well mm-hmm. as Chevy Chase. Mm-hmm. And he, he, like, like when I watched a, a I skit, think, I think Dan Aykroyd and Jane Curtin did it, had a good thing going. But to me, man, Chevy Chase, he just had those things where he like waited for you to laugh and then you get it and you're like, Oh, that was hilarious. Like when he goes like, he was like, let's go over the top news. And then he looks at the other camera and then throws the top news away. Yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, that's hilarious. Like he, nobody can do that but Chevy right, Chase. Right, Uh But what about the land shark? Um, so they went <laughs> back. Remember and, that? Like he would come in, he would come so, through the doorway and just okay. chew the. Candy Graham. so him i think i think a lot of the top guys did it because belushi did that too belushi did land shark he did land (laughs) shark i can't remember who else there was three or four people who did it and they passed it down to from one another i think Aykroyd. i think Aykroyd did it once or Mm -hmm. twice too but man that was probably man when we get to do our snl episode man it's gonna be tough ranking some of those skits because land shark so many of those were so funny Candy Graham. I, I got a package for you, man. I got a package for you. It's like, knock, knock, knock. Looking for Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so what character do you think, in your opinion, I think we all famous? have to agree yeah, I gotta say which character just asked. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think Ty Webb and Caddyshack, I think, did a lot to launch his career, but yeah. I think Clark W. Griswold well, is what just <laughs> yeah. he will be forever him. known yeah, when I, as when Clark I hear W. Griswold. That's going to be his legacy as Clark yeah. When I hear Griswold. his name, I'm automatically thinking of Clark, Clark W. Griswold. Clark Griswold. Yeah. yeah. That's what I associate so him with. So let me ask this. Let me ask Clark. this. What character made you fall in love with Chevy Chase? Dusty. Dusty Three Bottoms? Amigos. Three Amigos. It just really there was just something uh, about him in that movie, man. I think the one movie that made me really fall in love with him was Fletch. Fletch, yeah, Fletch, Fletch was the good. first Fletch. I don't like Fletch Lives. I can't. Stand, you don't I really can't stand Fletch. Lives. Okay, the the okay storyline compared to the first one no. off peep, but right. I still you're watching the cool Fletch. Oh, I love Fletch, Fletch, but yeah, yeah, like that's like when it. I watch part two. That's what I watch it for. It's I just own to Fletch. Watch cool. I will never own Fletch Lives. Three Amigos brought me in, but the Christmas Vacation sealed the deal for me. And you know what, man? You can watch Christmas Vacation any part of the year. Anytime. 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 I don't care if it's summer and 120 degrees outside. I will pop in for Christmas Vacation. But it is in my Christmas tradition. Of course it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. If you're not watching that during Christmas, you've got problems. But it's probably like the one Christmas movie that I bet people all over the world watch. Like, they could be the dead of summer, and they're like, I want to get in the Christmas mood. Let's watch Christmas Vacation. Yes. And it's like one comedy Mm -hmm. that no matter how many times you see it, it's still, still hilarious. Funny. It is still, still funny. funny. Yeah, still yeah. funny. You know, like his little his outburst and you know stuff like that. That or, is, is I'll tell you one part that makes me laugh every single time, and I I do it myself, uh-huh. and I'll just like like I'll look around and be like, "Don't piss me off, Art." <laughs> you know, like <laughs> well, you know, when we went to see that at the Franklin Theater, we yeah. went on Black Friday because they kick off their Christmas movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, everybody in the theater was still rolling, and yeah. it was like—I mean, it was just last year we went to see that. Yeah, I mean, it's still a movie, like you said, you can put on, and I can laugh like oh, I'm yeah. just seeing it for the first time. Yep. 
Can't see the tan line, can you, Rusty? Goes, no. no. <laughs> it's a bit nipply up. I mean, nippy up. No. <laughs> what I say, nipple? <laughs> there is a nip in the air, though. Yeah. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so, um, so I, I think, so for you, it would be Fletch. Yep. For you, it'd be Dusty, Dusty Bottoms. To me, I think Fletch... Fletch, the first Fletch to me, because I when I first saw it, I saw it late. I think I watched Fletch like right when I started high school, and I was like, "That's who I want to be. I want to be Fletch mm-hmm. in high school." I think it was. <laughs> I, I had so Fletch. I think is what made me, uh, made me fall in love, and then I think it was Spies Like Us that just made, sealed oh, the yeah. deal for me. Doris, That's what sealed the deal. Come on over. We see you. <laughs> Jim's wife just walked in the room. What's your favorite? Come on. What's your favorite Chevy Chase movie? Go ahead. Bring it in. Come on. Come, Come on. on to the mic. You got favorite Chevy feet. Chase. Do you, you have three a more favorite feet. Chevy Chase movie? Do you, are you a fan of Chevy Chase? She's right shaking her head. Yes. <laughs> we got a mic. Come on. Bring it in. What is your favorite Chevy Chase movie? Oh, up here. Come on. Right here. Come on. Right here. Come on. Just say it to the microphone right here. Vacation. There, there it is. Yay. All right. All right. I'll leave you alone now. I'll leave you alone. Yeah. So, what about you, Brian? What, what, what made what made Chevy Chase uh, one of like you like him? You said earlier. Do you have one? Because you said earlier he wasn't really. No, I, no. I actually just said that because it was. Um, it. I I said uh, the basically the three amigos brought me in. Oh, and then vaca- and then vacation uh, sealed. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah. I, I think a lot of people for you know with Chevy Chase, Clark Griswold. That that is just that is one character. That cannot be replaced. No, yeah. no. Like no, even though I love the new vacation, no. I, love, I know a I lot of too. people. They, I love it, and they made it separate. And you know, but you know, Clark Griswold will always yeah, be he'll the be, he'll vacation. Always be there. Um, a butthole in his bathrobe. <laughs> <laughs> Dumping chemicals. Dumping chemicals in the sewer. Weird. Check the crappers, honey. You check the crappers. <laughs> what are uh, so? Do y'all have, did y'all in your yeah. research find any interesting facts? You y'all, y'all go ahead. I got some gems. I got some. I got some. I got some nougats. We got a corner called Jim's Gems. Let me. Can I, can <laughs> I, I say? I got some yeah. nougats. I have week. an observation. Okay, go ahead. I want to share my observation. Okay. I don't. I don't have many facts uh, about. I, I do have a couple uh, that mm-hmm. y'all would probably say, but one observation mm-hmm. that I've noticed in my research. Is how many roles he's turned down? Yep. Yes. And how many roles that he's been considered for? Yeah. And they went a different way. That right. was part of my. Yes. Yep. I'm with that you. That is. It's. It is insane. Like I, we'll, we'll we'll probably touch on what in detail, like what characters and movies that he's turned down or has been considered, and they went a different way. But I'm like, I'm like, I, I researching other actors. I have never seen a guy. Turned down okay. so many roles. Do this real quick. Pull up Chevy Chase on Wikipedia. Um, there's a movie called that's got Rainbow in the title. I can't remember. Yeah, it's uh, over, the, over rainbow. the rainbow. It's about the. It's with Carrie Fisher. Okay, I actually love that movie. Okay, it's, so that movie alone, and it's such a random movie, and it's not a great movie, but that movie did like seven and a half million U.S. Not a great performance. It did over two hundred million. Uh, Worldwide, yeah, and, or uh, overseas, and um, and it was like like I can't remember like twenty times its budget, 
And uh, so he had, when I was doing some of the research, I didn't put a lot of these down because I've got so many other good nuggets on here. But things like that, these random movies that nobody cares about. You talk about Under the Rainbow, whatever the hell that name is. Over over the the Rainbow. Rainbow. Who here goes back and watches that? Me. You do? It's on my voodoo. Is it really? Yes. Um, it is so random. Think of how random it is. But you have like a detective, like a, a and but like his wife, and then you got midgets from uh. Or I'm sorry, what's the politically correct uh, way to say me. it? Small people. I don't know. I'll get over it, midgets. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding. No. Small people, dwarves, no. whatever. Please, dear God, if you're oh, listening, oh God, calm, calm your tits. It's all right. I will buy you some Lucky Charms. It's okay. It and says it midgets. And, hey, hey, then go to IMDb. It says midgets on IMDb. So, but it's got the little people from Wizard of Oz that have gone on to this uh, uh, hotel, and there was a murder, and now everybody's a suspect, and it's all their interactions, well, and it's got Carrie Fisher in her underwear. Okay. I'm just saying. Okay. Well, I know why you like it then. But my point to it is, if you go to the general public, the general public will, lie in, a, in mass, will know Vacation and Christmas, all the Vacation lines. They will know The Fletch. They will know Spies Like Us. They're not going to know that movie. No. And that movie did so well for him. He, I mean, little movies like that made him a millionaire and it just it shocks me about all the prestigious movies that he turned down that could have made him a success and he became a success with a few big time movies but a ton of these small you know underperforming domestic movies but doing great overseas just it's so weird how his career went but it still became a success Mm. yeah i agree i've never seen that one though I w- if we're going to talk about some facts here, the, this is really this is about him. Yes, but more facts ab- about Chevy Chase. <laughs> no, no, no. Interesting facts. No, that's what I say. Interesting facts. Not really about him, but about his family. Yes, uh, his dad was a pimp. This man, they were all they were always wealthy because his father was married to the heir of the Crane Plumbing family of uh, uh, fortune, and then got divorced. From that woman, and ended up marrying uh, a, a a woman who is part of the uh, Folgers Coffee. Oh family. wow! <laughs> right. Wow! He jumped from he money a, to money. He's a smart guy there. <laughs> there short, short. But I will pin. say the, the the funniest fact I I found apparently it wound up being a joke. But he actually went to college, to Harford College. Oh, I've read, this. I read uh, this. Where he they tried to say he was kicked out of his dorm for keeping a cow in the dorm room, uh, when in fact that turned out to be a joke. Because he left due to bad grades. It was a rumor he spread. It was just a rumor. He didn't want people to know that he flunked out. Mm -hmm. Um, I would, let's see, I'm just going to say a few of them. Uh, The one role that I was really surprised that he turned down that I never would have pictured him in was American Beauty. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just. um, Okay, no, like, ah, maybe, because. He, you know, uh, who's the guy? Kevin Spacey. Yeah, Kevin, Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. He had that kind of that smart humor, kind of the same. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I, 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 I okay. Today, I would be open minded about it. But Kevin Spacey did it so well. I can't really see anybody else. Right. Right. But yeah, I didn't know that he was considered to be a replacement for Johnny Carson. 
That I can see. Yeah, I could. Well, only because he had a talk yeah. show. Yeah, I could see that. Only well, because it was a he failed, had a failed it was, talk show, but, but it he was, tried. But if he, it, but it was called the Chevy Chase, Chase show. show. Those shows don't really no. last. You no. have to be on like the Tonight Show or the Late Show or something like that because those have <laughs> been around so long and have had good people take yeah. them over. So I think if he like took over, oh, that yeah. show, I took think he would have done really right. well. My last one because I know that Jim's got some good ones. Uh, I did not know he was the first person to say live from New York, New York at Saturday, Saturday night. night. That, and, yeah, that's I think that's awesome. amazing. And, and he was in the very first SNL skit See? ever. I think that's that's, that's, awesome. that's an amazing that's thing. Cool. He was he was the first to say it. He was the first to um, be in a skit and the first anchor on yeah. Weekend Update, which that's is insane. Which is huge. So I'm pulling your curtain down here. Oh, you're my fine. bad. You're fine. Like I don't know if that's I'm just not a euphemism, it. people. <laughs> I'm like literally, he's, he's pulling, literally, literally pulling, pulling a curtain. curtain. All right, so I'm sure we all read this and we all know it, but I put it on here just for Ryan. Mm. Chevy Chase <clears throat> uh, as America's America's greatest action hero. Chase was supposedly in the running to play Indiana Jones in 1991's Raiders of the Lost Ark, as was Tom Selleck. Tom Selleck. <laughs> I forgot our uh, our little tagline for Tom Selleck. It was funny. I didn't know where you were going. Then when you said Indiana Jones, it's like, oh, I know what he's doing. <laughs> I wanted. I had to bring up the Tom Selleck again. <laughs> I can't see either one of them. No, Lord. Even no. if Harrison Ford didn't end up being Indiana Jones, Chevy Chase. Okay, Chevy Chase is not an action star. Mm-hmm. To me, he could not. I don't even see him in dramas. Yeah. Like, he is so typecasted as a comedian now that <laughs> if you put him in a serious role, like, what? Okay, can y'all think of a serious movie, like, going down his list that, or could be no. close to remember, a serious movie? Oh, uh, there was. Um, Do you remember me and you were talking about, and it's in my list, so I'll talk about it later, but Memoirs of an Invisible Man with Daryl yeah, Hannah. I'm yeah. going to bring that up he, later. I know. Uh, yeah, we'll talk about that one It's later. on my list. Like that, well, go ahead and say it. It's you can't, on you can't, you can't it's on my, it, I mean, No, no. Well, go ahead and tell yours, but mine's, to my, me, that movie's that on the movie, list for Yeah, that movie specific. right there for him, he tried to make it serious, but it just did not work. Right. Like you, I mean, right. you just looked at him as a comedy actor. I think well, that was a role all, that he wanted so to be. A he went on that stint of making movies with Goldie Hawn, and he made that movie Foul Play, where <laughs> he tried to make that serious, but he couldn't do it either. So, I just I can't I can't do it. Like he hmm. he he. The reason he's in my top ten is because of his comedy and yeah. because of his cool. So just go with sarcastic. what you know. Go with what you know, Chad. Yeah. yeah. I know, I get that some actors they like, want to get out of the box. They want to get out of the box, like outside the box. Not many people can. Like Tom Hanks, look at Tom Hanks, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, he yeah. did nothing but comedy, and then all of a sudden he does a serious movie, and then you're like, Tom Whoa. Hanks is a he, he great could do actor. Things. Chevy, not so much. That's why I was saying. That's why I was saying. Like if you take that group, because like okay, for me it's hard to see Dan Aykroyd in serious. Uh, mm-hmm. Roles. Mm-hmm. He's really? done some serious roles, but they've been so he short. Has an Academy Award for Driving Miss Daisy. Well, you know, but they're so you know, they're, they're, they're short. They're short. They're, they're not short. Really, they're supporting roles. Yeah, supporting, supporting roles. roles. It's so like I can't really see it. And even in Driving Miss Daisy, he had some humor in it. Yeah. But you know, but there is like out of that group, I can see John Candy being. Oh, like, John had like, so much yeah, talent, man. Like a ta- like the most talented, like he had uh, so much universal talent. actor. I agree with that. Yeah. All right, moving on. So Chevy Chase hosted the Academy Awards twice in 1987 and 88. Chase kicked off the 1987 broadcast by greeting the audience with the cheerful cheerful words, Good evening, Hollywood phonies. 
That's awesome. Um, Kevin Smith, a big fan of the Fletch movies, publicly expressed his interest in writing and directing another Fletch film with Chase back in the title role. However, the two did not hit it off. When Smith was sidelined by personal and professional commitments, Chase accused Smith of lying to him about the timeline for delivering a script, while Smith made it clear he was put off by Chase's ego. How long ago was wow. that? Yeah, I don't have a timeline on it. Because it had to have been before he yeah. like old, right? Like, I'm sorry, Fletch is not an old guy. I don't want to see an old Fletch. <laughs> so, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, Fletch is cool. Fletch is who I wanted yeah, to be. Yeah, I agree with you. And yeah. I don't want to see him as an old man. Well, maybe right. when he's old, they call him Stretch. I'm pretty sure that was mm, that was know, a while man. back. From I'm Fletch, pretty sure that was a while back. From Fletch but to it, Stretch. But Kevin Smith was apparently directing. I don't know how long Kevin Smith has been directing, but... Since, since 90s. 90s. Yeah, no, yeah early shows. 90s. Okay, so... And so you already talked about the Live from New York one. Uh, let's see. I have a weird one. Okay, go ahead. Go Spit ahead. it. That he has perfect pitch. Oh really? Yeah, like he has a perfect ear. He can. He's kind of like that's Sheldon from Big yeah. Bang Theory. He can. You say a pitch and he can sing it. Right oh, I didn't there know. That's there. pretty cool. I didn't know that. Uh, like, that's cool. I didn't find weird. that one. Uh, Chase took his pitfalls seriously during his days on SNL enough so that he suffered chronic back problems over the years, and as a result, in the 1980s, led to his addiction to painkillers. I feel you, Chevy. <laughs> I'm having back, back yeah. problems. Yes, I'm problems. having back right. problems. I'm about to crush some dreams right here. I'll do it. Uh, Chase is notorious for being difficult uh, to others working on the show. Uh, this is back in the SNL days. Um, an, attri- an attribute that would eventually earn him a lifetime hosting ban. Um, when he returned to host for the first time in season three, his attitude immediately angered Bill Murray, who had been hired to replace him the previous year. Uh, words between the two turned to blows immediately before beginning the episode. Uh, marks can be seen on Chase's face as he does the opening sketch. All right. Wow. Um, when Chase returned to host the February 15th, 1997 episode, his behavior caused him to be the 12th person banned from the show completely. Um, during dress rehearsal, after a week of dishing out abuse to several cast members, he slapped Sherry O'Terry in the back of the head while he swore it was meant as a joke. A furious Will Ferrell complained to Lorne Michaels, who decided that it was the final straw with Chase. Chase is the only cast member banned so far. Cast member that got banned. Uh, everybody else had been guests. But he was the only cast member that got banned, um, as well as the only member of the Five Timers Club that got banned. Wow. Wow. Interesting. Uh, Doesn't surprise me, though. I mean, go the guys. They got When they got... F- Famous when they got way up there, a lot of them started to get a big ego anyway. Yeah, so this one threw me threw me off. I mean, it's just this is like a what if thing, but this is kind of interesting. Chase had a steady girlfriend during most of his time uh, at Bard University, Bard College in upstate New York. Uh, the girl's name was Blythe Danner. She would go on to become a well-respected actress and have a daughter named Gwyneth Paltrow. What? Whoa. Whoa, there's the mic drop. That is crazy. Yes. He was... Gwyneth, that could have been your daddy. It could have been... Chevy could have been your daddy, Gwyneth. You could have been Gwyneth Gwyneth Chase. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, that was pretty good. 
after leaving Bard College uh, in upstate New York, Chase abandoned the idea of going to medical school. With the military draft still on, Chase claims he managed to stay out of the armed forces by convincing the draft board he was a deranged homosexual. Oh, I believe it. Oh, man. That, I believe it. That sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm, wow. That really makes yeah, you hate I'm, him. I'm crushing some dreams today. <laughs> you are crushing, crushing some dreams. All right, one more. One more. This is my mic drop moment right now. Well, bigger than the Gwyneth Paltrow thing? Oh, yes. All right. Ding, ding, ding. Chase is a talented musician, as well as an actor and writer. While at Bard College, uh, he played the drums and keyboards in what he's described as a band, as, as a bad jazz band called the Leather, Leather Canary. Bad band. Bad band name. Yeah. Uh, two of the group's members, Walter Becker... And Donald Donald Fagan would have better luck when they went on to form Steely Dan in 1972. Wow! Dan. Wow. wow! Okay. Mike is dropped. Wow. <laughs> good night. Those are pretty good. Yeah, those are real good. Yeah, when you said Fagan, I was like, oh man, that's insane. <sighs> and okay, man, like I'm sitting here, like he turned down all these legendary roles. He could have been in Steely he Dan. He could have been in Steely Dan. He could have been Gwyneth Paltrow's daddy. Oh, you said daddy Paltrow. There's, I there's, don't know. There's one thing you can say about Chevy Chase. That man has lived a life. Yeah. Oh my gosh. And he's missed so much life at the same time. At the same yeah. time. Like that's insane. Uh, was there a character that he's done that you th- felt that he was? This out of is place? where I brought it yeah, in. Memoirs, memoirs of an invis- Invisible yep. Man. See, and I think, I think Three Amigos was his really? Out of place. Really, this is why, and what out of everything you just said just makes it, you know, concrete. Yeah, is he? To me, he is not a support role guy. Mm-hmm. He's either the lead role or he'll pass it up. Mm-hmm. He took a supporting role. Think about it. When you think of Three Amigos, who do you think the lead role is? Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Mm-hmm. So he took a supporting role beside Martin Short and Steve Martin, knowing that Steve Martin would be the main focus, even though there's three. Mm-hmm. I think everybody could say that, you know, Steve Martin was the lead role. Mm-hmm. And to me, that is just out of place for Chevy yeah. Chase. Yeah. You know, so he didn't have the most lines. He wasn't the focus. He was kind of like the dumb one almost he was the dumb you know one. he was the dumb one martin short was the gullible one and steve martin was the leader you know like yeah. so to me that was just such an i mean even though i love three amigos it yes. will always be one of my faves that was just such an out of character role for chevy chase in my opinion oh, i thought okay. it, i thought it fit his i thought it fit him well myself well i mean he played the character well but for chevy chase yeah you know taking on that role i'm like all and especially reading all these roles that, that he, turned, he, down. Like, that he yeah. turned down. And I'm like, you turned down, like he turned down Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> All right. And that's what jump started Tom Hanks' serious, serious yeah. career. But see, yeah, that's career. another one that, but see, that's a movie that it, I don't it, see it, anyone other than, than Tom, Tom Hanks, Hanks doing it. Succeeding see, with that. I can't picture no, him. I, I, I think agree. it would have flopped now. I agree, but he had the chance. He did. But then he go, the, but he, he goes and takes a supporting role, such as Three Amigos. That's why I'm thinking, like, 
You turned down Forrest Gump to go do Three Amigos, and I'm not saying that's in the timeline. We're just saying in general. In general, he, like, he turned he turned that down to go do that. That right, just doesn't. Yeah. I can't connect that. You know. Yeah, it's, it's so crazy. Uh, so y'all say the memoirs of Invisible, Invisible Man. Man. What made it out of place for y'all? Because it, it was just like what he said. It was he was. He was trying to make it a serious movie, but I just don't that think that man's got a serious yeah. bone in his body. Yeah. I think it just failed because of that. I think he wanted to be in drama. You know, I think he finally realized some of the roles he turned down. So he was like, "All right, yeah. I can be a sick, but it just did not it work. Just couldn't and do him it. and Daryl Hannah did not have chemistry. No at all. chemistry. I didn't think. Like, yeah, I agree. I just, I just thought they they could have picked two other people, and the movie might have been a little bit better. Yeah, interesting. Brian, do you? I don't really have a movie where I've seen that he just felt out of place. I haven't really. I, I just don't really have a movie out there that I've watched. I'm like, mm, he doesn't seem because everything I've watched, he's pretty much been the except for the supporting roles you brought up in in the Three Amigos, mm-hmm. which I still thought he fit in. Me personally, I like go me. on his IMDb. Yeah, and look at every movie he's done. I did. I looked he on is, his list. I looked he at his is list. the lead. Except for Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Like every yeah. single one. and I mean, except for when he's on oh, TV dude. shows and he, stuff. He is notorious for being extraordinarily I, difficult to work with and not being and abusing other cast people yeah. everywhere he goes. Cops and Robertsons was just stupid. That was, yeah, that, that was a dumb movie to, in general. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big I, heap of I pile of garbage. Totally agree. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if Chevy Chase were young today, are there any kind of characters you think I, he would have been pay- I think he could be the third in the Almighty series. Bruce Almighty, Evan Almighty. Oh, man. I can Good dig one. that. I can dig yeah. that. Yeah, I can see it. I, I would like that. Chevy Almighty. I don't know what you would do with it, but I think he could. Chevy I, Almighty. I think, you could, I think he could be the third in the Almighty series. I would dig that, man. Because to, to be honest, I, I love Evan Almighty way yeah, more than Way I more than Bruce. And, I, and then that goes back to... I'm sure we'll discuss Jim Carrey a lot more on the show later on, but I mean, I love Jim Carrey, but he's a little over the, he's top over the top things. and I think he's overdone. Um, yeah. I think I, I really, he's one actor. I really wish he would have found a way to expand broaden his horizons, yeah. so to speak, because I just think, um, uh, I mean, I think he did very well with 23. I thought that was really good. Uh, what was that? Eternal Sunshine of a Spotless Mind yeah. was oh, yeah. genius. Yeah. I love that movie. And it was out totally out of his character. Yeah. But he was genius in that movie and I loved it. That's good. And um I just I think he should have done more than more of that type of stuff. I just yeah. think Jim Carrey in that type of role yeah. was just overdone. Me and Ryan have the same because we kind of shared ours and we yeah. were like on the same Facebook. I'm okay. gonna let you go. Go ahead. ahead. I think he could done any Paul Rudd movie. Any Paul Rudd. That's movie. so crazy you say that because yeah. that leads into what I say on the next segment. Yeah. To me, Paul Rudd is today's Chevy Chase. That yeah, is I who agree. I put down is who I was similar to Chevy yeah. Chase in yeah. acting. Paul Rudd was Paul the Rudd. I've got him. <laughs> I, now I have a I have a honorable mention on that that I kind of draw a few similarities to Will Arnett, mm-hmm. but I can see that. Yeah. But, but I it just I thought Paul Rudd number yeah. one. I like we were naming movies. So I was like, I could see Chevy Chase in this. I could see, mm. like, I could see Chevy Chase in Wonderlust. Oh yeah, oh, like yes. he would be yeah. perfect. And yeah. it would be Wonderlust. Perfect, yeah. Absolutely. You know, like, I just think Paul Rudd. Now Paul Rudd's got, he's got some differences, 
Like, you know, when he's in the mirror, I think yeah. Paul Rudd, oh, stuff like that, when he's God. like talking to himself yes. or, he's, yeah. you know, going doing that little over the top stuff. Yes. I do think that's what separates Paul Rudd from Chevy mm-hmm. Chase. Mm-hmm. But I think when you think overall comedies and placing a, an actor in a character spot, I yep. think Chevy Chase can take on any Paul yeah, Rudd. Yeah, hands down. And, and this is, this is a weird one. Mm-hmm. I can see, and this is only if Chevy Chase is young. Yes. Like right, young, right. like I get it. Like late twenties, maybe. Yes. I think he could be Deadpool because really he is so sarcastic. Think of his sarcastic humor and like okay, Ryan Reynolds. You know he he is Deadpool. You, it's hard. Go, if say if, Ryan no, Reynolds doesn't if, exist, if you never go back, existed. you'd have to go back to literally hit 1975. Exactly. If you go back and pull Chevy Chase out of 75, I would buy that. Exactly. I would. Buy That's that. what I'm saying. I'd like he's got to be in his 20s. He's got to be. You know that Fletch, He's got to be that Fletch character. That's if such you, a smart. Age. If you pulled him out, if you went and picked him out of that timeline before he even got to SNL, before he even sets foot on that stage and put him in Deadpool role, I'd buy it. I'd buy well, it. I think he could have left. Okay, he would have to be younger than he was in Fletch. Like he way, would have to be way younger. Way younger than. Fletch. But I think he that that kind of personality and sarcasm yeah. could have been the Deadpool Deadpool role. Yeah, I had yeah. him down also with Paul Rudd. I had Ryan Reynolds roles. Yeah, I mean, I think okay. I could see him in Just Friends, Van Wilder. You name it, I, I do. Yeah, I think he. Could I could be, definitely see him as the guy. I from could Van see him Wilder. Van Wilder. Yeah, I could see him doing that yeah. back in the back in his youth. I any could, yeah. any oh, yeah. womanizer role. You oh, could probably oh yeah, more pretty than. much. So you say like Paul, Paul Rudd, Rudd was, is you know an actor who is like who's like Chevy I agree, Chase. man. Like that today, Paul Rudd is our Chevy Chase. He is by far. They you could you could put them side by side. Yeah. It's like who am I looking at? Almost. It's there's a little bit of Paul Rudd's got his his different mannerisms and what he brings to the table. But together, if you just the comedy is very similar. Yeah, like, <laughs> yes. a lot of parallels. When, when Paul parallels. Rudd is talking, trying to motivate, motivate, motivate. But there's one word: motivate, motivate himself to have <laughs> sex with this girl in Wonderlust. Yeah, yeah. No oh, one it, on not no even one Chevy Chase. No one on earth could do th- that now kind we, of acting. We cannot repeat what he says. Right, but it's I hilarious. I remember. But that one part, that is classic Paul Rudd that could yes. no one could ever no, replace. No, that's hilarious. Uh, but yeah, but if you just took like the actor, you could put him in any Paul Rudd absolutely uh, movie. So let's let's go. Let's do the one at a time, and we probably have some of the similar ones. But let's um, do top five. I, I think I'm gonna blow some minds with something that's not on my top five, but. Okay. All right. Now, so let's start. Are we going to go one at a time? We're going to start. But with these one. aren't in order. We're not going five to one, one to five. We're just saying. Yeah. Start with your number one. Start, start with number one. We'll go to okay, one. Okay. So number one of all. To, of, okay. Oh, you know what? No, let's start with five. Let's go five up. Oh, and go, go with five. Oh, okay. okay. Go five start up. with five. Start and, with five and, and go will up. you will you allow me time for honorable mentions? After yes, this? exactly. <laughs> okay. Does the floor agree? Floor agrees. Floor agrees. Okay. So starting with number five, Funny Farm. Okay. Okay. Boo. Nah, I figured as much. You know what, man? Funny Farm is a one time in three years movie for me. I agree. Okay. Like, I'll watch it, and then three years later, I'll be like, you know what? I haven't seen Funny Farm in three years. I'm okay. going to watch it. Put a pin in that movie. We're going to come back to that later. <laughs> <laughs> so, five. Number five, Seems Like Old Times with him and Goldie Hawn. Wow. Oh my, our, love it. Our I list might movie. be really different. because so that was, funny, man. That's what I'm on. And him and Charles Grodin. Oh, man. Yeah. So funny. Go, young Goldie Hawn. Oh, my God. 
<laughs> I love you. Guys. Number five, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. All right, I dig that. I can that. I my number five is nothing but trouble. Okay. I love that movie, man. <laughs> now, okay, I will say though, I will say though that Chevy Chase didn't make the movie for me, right? But out of his movies, that is in my top. That's five. in your top five. Okay, number four, number Brian. four, number four, Christmas Vacation. Okay, that's four mm-hmm. for you. All right, I would have. I would have. I'm going to blow your mind. My list is really going to blow your mind. I'm telling. you. I would have guessed higher, but all right. Uh, number four, Spies Like Us. Nice. How dare you? Nice. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Number four, Deal of the Century. Oh, really? Yeah, I love that movie. I love that movie. I love it. What do you love back- about it, man? Because like, I get when I I don't know, man. That was a boring movie to me. To me, Chevy Gregory Hines, Goldie or not Goldie on Sigourney Weaver. Um, they just work so well for me. They work so well together. And I loved the concept of the movie. It was it was a it was at this at its time it was a new type of storyline. And I just to this day it's one of my comfort movies, man. I can yeah. pop that on and I'll just sit back and watch it. I love it. Uh my number four is Caddyshack. And I'll tell you why. Because even though this is a movie where Chevy Chase is not the lead, but he makes his part a lead role. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like he to does. me. There's so many people in he's, this movie. He's supposed to be a supporting ca- character, but he just stands he's out. He's the only one that stands, stands out. out. Everybody else Other is than, like, oh, yeah, he's in it. But very, I will Chase. say that a very close second is Bill Murray, though. He, Bill Murray in Caddyshack, the original Caddyshack. Yeah. Bill Murray really, I, I think, really got close to standing out, but didn't quite get to where. Yeah. But uh, when you Chevy think Chase of the Caddyshack mm-hmm. movies, I think it's Chevy I think Chase. You'd think oh, Chevy yeah. Chase yeah. is the one. Okay, they're going three, three for me. We're on three. This okay. This being number three, I have to explain this okay. just for a little bit. Okay, because it's been a while since I've watched pretty much any Chevy Chase movie, so I had to go back and think about I, I, basically how many times did I watch the movie, and that did you know did I really really wear it out. Mm-hmm. When I was a kid, when I was a kid, I wore Whoa. this movie wait, wait, out. Wait, 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 wait. I want to guess. Uh, when I was a I kid, I wore I yes, wore this movie out. So by the sheer number of volume of watching it, I'm gonna guess. I okay. I this sure became my number three. I have an idea, Go. but I think you I think you'll guess it. Uh, the Chasing Big Bird movie. No, no. Okay. All right, I'm gonna guess. Go ahead, Jim. No, 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 no. You go ahead. Man of the House. Bam! There Man it is. Man of the House. Man of the House. Okay. Was okay, one. I don't okay. know. I loved that movie so much when it came out. <laughs> that was that was okay. a good one. Yeah. Is, yeah. I love the house. Yes. In general, I love the open floor plan yeah. and everything. It was really nice. But I don't know. It was a mix between the kid, whatever's the kid from Home Improvement, Home Improvement. Yeah, yeah. and Chevy Chase. I don't know. It was just a good fit, okay. and it was okay. it was came okay. out when I was a kid. And I loved it. Okay. Number three. Uh, awesome. Number three. Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. Yeah. All right. Okay, number three, Three Amigos. Three Amigos. Nice. Number three. That's insane, man. Like I feel like Three Amigos should have been, but man, uh, I don't know. Three for me was Fletch. Okay. Like, yeah. Yeah. Two Mm -hmm. for me is Three Amigos. Okay. All right. Two for me is Fletch. Two for Fletch. Fletch. All All right. Okay. Two for me, Spies Like Us. I'm going to punch y'all in your face. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Spice Like Us. My number two is Christmas Vacation. All okay. right. 
Number one. Number one. Spies like Spies us. Spies like us. Boom. I'm going to go ahead and skip. Mine is <laughs> obviously mine is Spies like when, us. And then the reason I say that is probably because it was his number one because we both probably watched that movie a billion times right. during I the still, when I still I'm, watch it. When I'm, yeah, oh, yes. Still watch it. Two movies, Spies Like Us, War Games. Yeah. Those are my, like, if <laughs> oh, I'm man. down and I need a little pick me War up, games. I'll put one of those. Do you want to play a game? game. <laughs> number one, Three Amigos. Three amigos. All right. Noise. <laughs> Drum roll. <laughs> Thank you for that wonderful response, Matt. Wait, no one had modern problems? Do y'all know? Oh, Did y'all notice what's not on my list? Not one vacation no. is on my top five. Oh, I, that I, is. That doesn't weird. shock me. That doesn't shock me. Not at all. Okay, but you know, with. Hmm. I don't know. That is weird for you because, you know, they were probably bigger in your childhood than they probably was in but, ours. But I go back and I think of how much, just like Brian was saying, how mm-hmm. much I replayed and played and replayed and played these movies over uh-huh. and over and over again. I did not do that with the vacation movies, but I did do that with Three Amigos, Spies Like Us, Fletch, Deal of the Century, Caddyshack. I played Absolutely. those constantly. All right, so this went different directions than I thought it would. Yeah. So it's going to make this little part. I made the I, I kind of switched the game of uh sleep um, sleep with Mary Kill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this real is quick, that's going to make this interesting. Real quick, so Ryan brought up, you know, uh, seems like old times. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. It's one of my honorable mentions, but Why is the, why I, is the skirt? <laughs> why does the skirt hate me, man? <laughs> Mike <laughs> Sweet Jesus. This I'm is having why, all kinds of problems. This is why we need the cameras yeah, rolling. Do. Yes. This um, is great. So I loved his other one with uh, Goldie Hawn, Foul Play. I like Foul Play, yeah. I love Foul I Play. I see. That is one I didn't, I couldn't get on board with. But anyway. All right. We're moving on to the... All right. Uh, sleep with Mary Kill. But it's gonna. It's not Sleep with Mary Kill, obviously, because you can't do that with movies. Or can you? <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to do with uh, what movie... Uh, you can't believe you like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. One movie you can't get rid of, and one movie you wish was never made. All right. Okay. So we're gonna do we're gonna do one at a time. Okay. okay. All right. So we're gonna start with you, Brian. One movie you, you can't, can't believe, believe you, you like. You can't believe you like. You like it, but you can't believe you like it. Nothing but trouble. Damn. Nothing but trouble. Yeah. I, I love it. it, but I can't. I don't love figure it. Figure out. I don't why. love it. I don't <laughs> love it. That's mine. I yeah. don't love it. I like it. And I, <laughs> so I, can't, that, that's and I can't explain. No, Jim, yeah, I can yours. explain. The can only explain reason why I like it. No, I can. It's because of the big nose rapper. <laughs> you like that. You that's like That's right. Digital underground. Digital underground. That's the only reason you like it. Do what you like. <laughs> I see guys and girls dancing. Said, Ooh. <laughs> all around the world. Same song. Hey, Tupac was in it. Same song. Just saying, Tupac was in the movie. Hey, that's all I'm saying. Uh, I did love. So you're saying you can't believe you like is nothing but trouble. Yeah, I can't believe I like it because I mean, because to be honest with you, when I look at you know Dan Aykroyd's nose and everything, (laughs) I and the two twins, I just I want to hate the movie. Bebo or whatever. I want to hate the movie, but I can't believe I actually like the movie. That's crazy because to me, Dan Aykroyd makes the movie. (laughs) So what is your you can't believe you like? Mine is Man of the House. Oh well, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I can't the, help it. I'll, consider that the guilty pleasure. Yeah, yeah. Like I, if it's on, I'll watch it. You, of course, you can't All help right. it. Yeah, absolutely. I will. Uh, mine was mine was under the rainbow. 
<laughs> well, I get, I can see because that with I you. really like that movie. But for like, <laughs> and, and you know, going back, I'm I'm gonna apologize to all the little people for calling you midgets earlier. <laughs> I deeply apologize. I don't know what the politically correct. Uh, I'm so way sorry is. about the Lucky Charms reference. You know, I grew up in midget wrestling you know so if it's we can't call you that please facebook us what i don't know what the politically correct way to call it <laughs> little people dwarves i don't know I, you know much respect but under the rainbow the reason i can't believe i like it it is such a weird movie when you just read the concept i think i think all the little people are like nazis <laughs> you know like you know you know something like weird like that and it's like they all end up in the same hotel but it's all the little funny interactions. It's not even the storyline of how, why they're there. It's all like why everything is happening in this hotel. Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So, well, did you get yours? Did you say yours? His, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah his house, man, yeah, man house. of the house. Man of the house. That's right. So, movie you cannot live without that's Chevy Chase. You can't get rid of. Well, that, that's got to be Christmas Vacation just because I watch it every Christmas. Okay. Got to have it. That's so, because it's, it's a staple that that one I specifically bring up because that is a staple of a holiday. Okay, but let me let me ask this because your number one was not Christmas Vacation. Correct. What was your number one? Uh, that one was Spies Like Us. So you could get rid of Spies no. Like Us. That's what that's doesn't. what I'm saying. Right. But I can't get rid of I can't get rid of Christmas. But you're saying you could okay, get well, rid of I'll, spies like us and that's the point of this question know, you I have know. to throw everything, everything else away else. and you could only keep this one movie all right spies like us spies like us all right three amigos three amigos you cannot me, live cannot. without i love that fletch movie. fletch i Will could you? throw them i could throw them all away and keep fletch and keep fletch yep I can't live with spies, spies like us. Like spies like us. Is It'll take my, the top. It takes over Christmas yeah, vacation. Like I could easily, I could easily, if you put Christmas vacation and spies like us, I could totally just throw away Christmas. And the, vacation. well, and the biggest reason that the, well, we'll top that over. Not just to mention it is my number one, but then it's it's not really holiday related. You can watch it anytime you want. All yeah. that good stuff. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so spies like us would take top. All right, so movie. You wish was never made. Cops and Robertsons. I Cops and Robertsons. I think we're all. Is yours Cops and Robertsons? Robertsons. That is the biggest. I cannot believe Chevy Chase agreed to be in this garbage. (laughs) So, Jim, yours is Cops and Robertsons? Robertsons. Oh, my gosh. And I didn't go to the theater to see this. When I saw the trailer, obviously, I watched it at home eventually. We probably rented it. I walked in on a day when Brian was watching it. It is such garbage. I'm just like, going to throw it out there that you really liked it back then. I, I, I was also probably three. <laughs> so, but it, you know, the biggest thing was it had what's his name from Jack City Palance. Sliggers. Yeah, Slickers. Jack, yeah, Pal- Jack Palance. Yeah. Like, all right, even for him, that was a big piece of garbage to be in. Mm-hmm. Like, how could Jack Palance? He is like, okay, so when I get old, all right, so when I'm young, I'm not young anymore. When I was young, <laughs> I want, I wanted to be Fletch. When I'm old, I want to be Jack Palance. <laughs> so it's like it's a an extreme here, and these two are doing a movie together, and it is complete crap. Yeah, yeah. it is. There is nothing funny. I agree. It is stupid totally humor. Totally agree. It the storyline didn't make sense. the t- The title of the movie sucks. Yes, it's like everything about this movie was just it was complete doomed. crap. Horrible. It was doomed yeah. from the start. Ugh. All right, so winding down, are there any announcements that we need to make for coming up? I have some announcements. The Eclectic Collective is coming to you live in Columbia, Tennessee. (laughs) 
I like that. You had the button ready, ready. too. That was good, actually. He's like, I'm going. Button. <laughs> so we are going to be live June 8th. Uh, they're going to be having the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo. Uh, and it's going to be going on from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the Columbia National Guard Armory. 844 North James Campbell Boulevard in Columbia, Tennessee, 38501. Um, this expo is going to be is brand new, and the concept is it's an attempt to bring a big, big con atmosphere to a family-friendly event that will not break the bank. I've uh, been working directly with the uh, promoters and organizers for this event, and I think it's going to be something special, and we're working hand-in-hand with them. Uh, to try to help them make this something really big and hoping this becomes an annual event that we can attend every year. A little bit of information. It's going to be an $8 admission fee Uh, for the first event. You're going to, so far, you're going to get over two dozen uh, access to over two dozen uh, comic book and toy vendors. Uh, Tons of merchandise will be on sale. There will also be uh, posters, autographs, uh, Western memorabilia, uh, there's going to be local artists, Vance Capley and Richard Blaylock will be there with original artwork. Uh, there's going to be a cosplay contest. A Magic the Gathering tournament is also going to be planned. Um, and I want you all to go on to Facebook and look up the Columbia Comic Book and Toy Expo and uh, follow their page and watch for more details coming. This is going to be in June. Um, there's more, there's more things I know that they're working on, um, that I want you to follow them to watch for, because there are some big announcements that could be coming down the pike for this, this event. And we are so looking forward to doing our first live event and and meeting and greeting a lot of you in person. And we're going to be working to make you all a part of the show. And I think it's going to be something super fun. Absolutely. And for those who don't live in the area, that's Columbia, Tennessee. Columbia, that's what I said, Columbia, Tennessee. Okay. Columbia, Tennessee. And I just want to say, one for each other and and all for one. The The three brave brave amigos are we. Brother to brother and everyone, a brave amigo. (laughs) (laughs) A brave amigo. Great! You killed the, <laughs> the invisible, invisible horseman. All right, everybody, that's going to wrap up our uh, our Chevy Chase episode, and we hope you had as much fun as we did. Uh, thank you all for listening this week. Um, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on wherever you get your podcast sources. Um, and watch for new episodes. We have a ton of great episodes happening this year. Uh, lots of great live events we've got planned. Again, we just announced our first one coming up in June. We hope you can all, if you're in the Middle Tennessee area, we hope you all can attend. Uh, if you find yourself in the Middle Tennessee area, uh, just happen to be, we hope you can attend. It's going to be something really special. Um, and we all, we just, we want to all send a special word out. I know we say this each and every show and episode, but we really do this really does have a special place in our heart. And we just want everybody to understand that um, you all have a purpose in a meeting. Um, If you feel alone, you're left out in the cold, you don't know where to go and you need someone to talk to, uh, there's a way and you are worth it. You have value. Please reach out to someone and talk to them, family, friends, even us. If you think you have nowhere else to turn, reach out to us and we'll talk to you. 
You can find us all over social media using the handle at Nerdly Eclectic. That's at Nerdly Eclectic. If you feel that that's not an option, please call the Lifeline at 1-800-273-8255. Again, that's 1-800-273-8255. Thank you all once again so, so much uh, for listening. We'll talk to you again soon, and stay eclectic, everyone. Love, peace, and chicken grease.